G'day, I'm Adam Spencer and this is City Talks, brought to you by the City of Sydney. City Talks is about starting a conversation, a healthy community discussion about important and innovative global, national and local city issues. In this podcast series, we feature some curated highlights from the City Talks public speaker series, recorded live at Sydney Town Hall. In everything from self-help books on building a better you, to parenting blogs on how to bring up kids who aren't wrapped in cotton wool, resilience is one of the great buzzwords of the modern age. For individuals, resilience is about surviving and thriving regardless of the challenge. Well, Sydney is a great city, but is it ready to face uncertainty and disruption? How can Sydney survive, adapt and grow no matter what kinds of stresses and shocks we experience? Disaster doesn't discriminate. So how do you prepare an entire city to be resilient? And who do we rely on when that day arrives? Well, in this episode of City Talks, we'll hear from Beck Dawson. She's the Chief Resilience Officer for Sydney. It's her job to coordinate with representatives from all levels of government, business and the community to work together and prepare for the challenges, shocks, day-to-day stresses and potential disasters that most major cities face including the increasingly frequent acute shocks, such as extreme weather events like heat waves, outbreaks of disease and security attacks. And of course, that most 21st century of disasters, no Wi-Fi. Beck starts by asking, how can a city cope with being disconnected when most of us freak out if we can't find our phone? Over to you, Beck Dawson. My phone and I parted company for some of this afternoon. It's a bit of a wonder I made it here at all. We turned the house upside down, the kids dug into the terrifying recesses of the bottom of the couch, but when I finally found it, I had 25 missed calls. Turns out 23 of them were me, desperately calling myself, hoping my day wasn't going to unravel. Do you know where your mobile phone is right now? As you check your pockets, fossick in your bag and search your memory bank, are you feeling a little bit uneasy? Doesn't feel very good to be disconnected. But how does it feel to be unplugged? The people of Adelaide found out a few weeks ago when their city was literally unplugged, provides a recent reminder of how interconnected everything is in our cities. And I'm here to tell you that resilience is all about connections. Using the 100 Resilient Cities framework in Sydney has helped us uncover connections through those lenses of the shocks and the stresses in our city. The risk and impact approach quantifies the impacts on the people, the environment and the economy of the city. They point to where our resilience dividends might be, the returns of the way we might think about these activities. So let's take a tour of metropolitan Sydney through shocks, stresses and connections. When it comes to natural hazards, extreme weather is our top shock. Unsurprisingly, a silent killer of Sydney is heat. Extreme heat kills more people in Sydney every year than any other natural hazard. This year we've lived through a few East Coast lows and I'd hazard to guess that in your row tonight there's more than a few of you who've made an insurance claim in those last few years for storm damage and property. Whether you live in Kurnell, in Collaroy, in Picton or in the CBD, The other familiar shocks you'll recognise, financial crises, failures of ageing infrastructure, diseases that arrive in a plane, and cyber attacks. Sounding good so far? 
But in Sydney, we are coordinated. We're experienced. We're really practiced at emergency responses, especially for the things that we do often, like lighting fires, cleaning up after storms, and managing traffic crashes. Councils are already taking action, helping us to cool Parramatta. Penrith is mapping their heat shocks to understand their risks when it's often 10 degrees hotter in the West. But all these shock events are made much more difficult and impactful by the stresses. Those long, slow-burning issues in our city are the ones we live with every day, and they eventually get us. If this room is a representative sample of metropolitan Sydney tonight in your row, half of you are medically overweight or obese, you can decide between you. <laughs> One in every four will have a mental health issue. Drug and alcohol abuse and domestic and family violence are really significant drivers still of police time. And it all just gets much worse in a heatwave. It's no wonder that demands on our health services, especially in the growing parts of Sydney, is our top stress. A lack of transport diversity means over 70% of us drive to work, and we are one of the most carbon-intensive societies on Earth. There's a dividing line in our city, separating opportunity from everyday survival. Draw a diagonal line from northwest to southeast, and which side you sit on defines your access to housing to education, to health outcomes and job opportunities. I call it growing inequity. Other commentators have called it the line of goat's cheese and avocado toast. On global scales, city is a hyper-diverse city. One in three of you was born elsewhere in the world, making us more diverse than London or New York. Yet our intolerance and our racism Blunts, inclusion, and our opportunities are not the same for everyone. Like football teams, Sydney-siders are tribal. We're of the eastern beaches, or we're from the west, the leafy north, or the shire. Most of us can't imagine changing allegiance to live, or perhaps even visit, other parts of our city. Our intolerances, impatience, our prejudices are slowly eroding our social cohesion. So what impact do stresses have when that really hard day arrives? They supercharge those shocks because all these things in our city are connected. Driven by convenience and efficiency, we have come to unthinkingly rely on so many connections, so many organisations and so many other people to make our life possible, to make our phones work. So what can we do about it? Number one, manage those risks together. The discipline of the shocks and stresses forces us to acknowledge our interdependencies. When it gets really hot in Sydney, heat buckles rail lines, it slows trains, it melts roads. Aircon overloads our energy network and our health services come under severe stress. Bushfires are much more likely. Heat shows us the connections between health, transport, energy, gardening, and emergency response plans altogether. Shocks don't care which council area you live in. They don't care which organisation you work for. They affect all of us, regardless of our governance boundaries and our silos. That's why all the councils of Metropolitan Sydney are joining together on resilience to share best practice, prioritise and improve. Number two, be inclusive. Cities are for people. All the people matter equally. 
The discipline of quantifying the scale of impacts on people through shocks and stresses clarifies those priorities. When people are placed at the centre of decision making, they can contribute really meaningfully to what investment benefits the most, not just the few. So we'll be engaging with communities across the whole of metropolitan Sydney to develop resilience solutions that address their needs. Number three, integrate and collaborate. City resilience has arrived at an excellent time in the history of our city. Here in metropolitan Sydney, major changes are afoot in the city governance and in decision making. Our investments must now be directed to deliver those multiple benefits. We don't need projects that only manage congestion. We need mobility infrastructure that intentionally connects communities, enhances our green spaces and provides affordable housing. What I've learnt over the last year is that resilience is a team sport. You certainly can't do it by yourself. So who do we rely on when that bad day comes? The thing we all rely on is, of course, each other. A city exists for and of its people. Your mobile phone is just a device that connects us together, supporting our human connections and relationships. When it goes wrong, we work together. We pick up the phone, we sort it out. It's just so much easier to make that call when you already know each other. There really still is no substitute for knowing your neighbours. When we cooperate across silos and our prejudices, our very great city will be really well-placed to adapt, survive and thrive, whatever life throws at us next. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Beth Dawson. I hope you've enjoyed this City Talk brought to you by the City of Sydney. If you want to hear more from other experts passionately committed to enhancing life in our cities, download City Talks from wherever you get your podcast fix. And if you're listening to us in Sydney, keep your eye out for more live City Talk events on the City of Sydney website. I'm Adam Spencer. Bye-bye.